3: Zone presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. Our number two. I am live from the beautiful Mandalay Bay Race and Sportsbook. Wes Reynolds is down the street in downtown Las Vegas at our VEASAN studios inside the Circa Resort and Casino. And Wes, we were talking about that Phoenix uh, Suns-Denver Nuggets game and kind of drifted our attention from the Milwaukee Bucks and Brooklyn Nets game. And the Brooklyn Nets had broken out to as high as an 11-point lead. But wow, all of a sudden a change of events here on their home court for the Milwaukee Bucks as they now have the lead they've gone to a TV timeout 37-36 a very quick turnaround for Giannis and company there about eight minutes left in the second quarter they lead by one point 37-36 and now the Brooklyn Nets are down to a two and a half point favorite in the live market the total right about where it's been all game it really crashed down in that first quarter closed at 228 prior to tip off, and the live market got down to 218.5. Now currently, Wes, at 219.5. Scoring
6: starting to pick up here in the second quarter, and a 12-0 run capped off by Giannis Dunk to the rim. Uh, I always say, look, he's got freakishly long arms. Uh, If you remember the cartoon Inspector Gadget, the go-go gadget (laughs) arms, where the arms would extend, and that's what he is able to do. Just get to the rim. Don't settle necessarily for these outside shots, so Giannis and Middleton, nine points a so 18 of the 37 points but you are getting some of the other guys step up for the Milwaukee Bucks today and that's really what they need if they're going to be able to tie this series up they did not get it last time out with Giannis and Middleton having essentially almost four-fifths almost 80% of their points but P.J. Tucker's giving them eight big points today they've gotten a couple threes off the bench from Connaughton and Forbes they need that to continue.
3: All right. Well, very good. Let's continue our conversation about the other game that's coming up this evening, and that is going to tip at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Game four between the Denver Nuggets and the Phoenix Suns. Of course, Phoenix leads that series three games to none. And we got into the prop market a little bit, Wes. You were talking about going over on the points for Devin Booker. I like over on the points for Chris Paul. I kind of like over on the points for Crowder as well. His number is at 11 and a half. But I tell you what, I also like over on the three-pointers for Nikola Jokic, the MVP just named before the Game 3 the other night. And boy, did he put on a tremendous performance. The problem is he's really the only guy. That team just lacks so much depth right now with the injury to Murray. And he put on a world-class performance, but that's really all they have in Denver. And I expect him to do it again. This is that classic situation of a home team facing elimination, down 3-0, back again against the wall, you know they're going to come with some effort, and all of that effort, or the majority of that effort is going to have to come from their MVP, so I'm looking at over one and a half three-pointers for the Joker.
6: Yeah, and I I certainly can't disagree with that. Back to the Booker that you let in here with, 26 and a half tonight. If you've looked at where his point props have been really throughout this series, kind of been between about 27 and a half and 29 and a half. Game three was the only time that he hit the over on those he had 28 points, and a lot of that in terms of where it opened was because he had just a little bit under 30 points in the opening series against the Lakers. His efficiency is high. He just hadn't had the opportunity because the other guys have been scoring. Because Jay Crowder has been scoring. Because Chris Paul has been scoring. Because Michael Bridges has been scoring. And some guys off the bench. Game three actually was the first time that Devin Booker went 40 minutes. He had 28 points on 11 of 23 shooting. First time he had more than 20 shot attempts in this series. So the volume has been down a little bit. But I would expect in a closeout game it is going to be high. If you got to expect that that desperate team you mentioned the Denver Nuggets is going to give that max effort then you're going to need your star on the other side to go ahead and match that effort so that's why I like Devin Booker it now has been adjusted a little bit downwards because he hasn't been going over just one and three times in this series so now you get that adjustment by about a point to two points uh downward from where it was so now 26 and a half I think that's a go for the over tonight
3: Well, our prop bets are looking pretty good so far. The player prop bets that we mentioned prior to tip-off for the Milwaukee Bucks and Brooklyn Nets in game four of their best-of-seven series. Brooke Lopez, already four rebounds. I was looking at over six-and-a-half there. And then Chris Middleton, I was looking at over two-and-a-half three-pointers, and he already has two. Still seven minutes left in the second quarter. This is the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM, Brady Cannon, and Wes Reynolds with you on a Sunday here. I am live from the Mandalay Bay west down the street at our VEASAN studios inside the Circa Resort and Casino talking a little NBA playoff basketball and Wes you you also were looking at the prop there for the under points for Brooke Lopez Mm -hmm. and I think he has just three so far so not a bad pace that you're on for that prop bet either. The number was 13 and a half and again about halfway through the second quarter here Lopez doing well on the glass like I said I thought he would have to contribute more in that area but not so much on the points right now
6: yeah exactly and he's had a couple turnovers as well still struggling a little bit in that pick and roll situation now 44 to 38 here just about halfway through the second quarter Minus one and a half on the Milwaukee Bucks, now 226 and a half. That total is kind of getting to where it was pre-flop at about 228, really at the close of business before the opening tip. And you're seeing the points definitely pick up in this quarter, especially from the Milwaukee side. Now they're getting out in transition, and there's uh, Giannis with an off-balance shot and an and one here. 624 to go gives them a six-point lead. So here's what you're finally seeing. You're seeing Giannis getting the ball, in transition, go to the rim, don't stand out at the three-point line, and get fouled every single time, even though he has not been a very good foul shooter. And he's been getting some 10-second violations, too, in this series because he takes a very long time at the foul line. Do you remember the old days, Brady, with the Utah Jazz when they would do the ca- countdown when they were on the road with Carl Malone, who took his sweet <laughs> yes. time at the foul <laughs> yes. line, and they were doing a one, two, three, and they're and they're just counting it like, uh, like uh, giving a 10 count to the guy, so Giannis uh, obviously needs to get that foul shooting better. He's 69% on the regular season, but just 52% in the playoffs, and only 6-19 of 19 in this series, and, and he doesn't work by the hour from the foul line. Man, he needs to change that routine as he misses a foul shot there. Nets get the rebound, so we're about midway through the second quarter here. Buck's six-point lead.
3: Still at the first intermission in the Stanley Cup playoff game number one between the defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning and the visiting New York Islanders. No score in that first period. Of course, Tampa Bay went off as a pretty heavy favorite in this game. They were as high as minus 200, but some action did come in on the Islanders prior to the puck drop. Here at BetMGM, it went down to minus 195 and got as low as minus 180 at some other stores. And I look over here at the monitor, West. Wes, it looks like Kyrie Irving may have twisted his right angle yeah. went up there for a little teardrop shot right at the rim, made the bucket and it, and got the two points but fell hard on that ankle and he is wincing in pain right now as they attend to him.
6: Yeah, he did go down, looked like his leg got tangled up there, hit Giannis's leg, It was just tried there for the rebound, so you know, hopefully, even though I'm on the Bucks here, I mean, hopefully he's okay obviously, that takes a big dynamic from this series, clearly Brooklyn not at full strength with James Harden still out, and you were kind of wondering a little bit when James Harden is going to come back. I got a feeling if if Milwaukee does tie this series up today and we go back to Brooklyn at 2-2, two two, I don't know the extent of the injury, but you got to think that James Harden is going to get to go, but it looks like Kyrie kind of just landed on Giannis's foot here underneath as Giannis was just waiting for the rebound. Kyrie does hit the little teardrop layup there, but we're now at break in this game, 44-49 now, the Milwaukee Bucks just a little bit under the six minute mark here in the second quarter. Bucks minus two and a half on the in running and then two. Uh, 24.5 on the total, minus 140 money line, take back on the Nets, plus 115. Got a feeling with this Kyrie injury, you may see a little bit of a tick upwards here and see. Uh, we'll be monitoring that adjustment to see how much that does adjust. We do, by the way, have a goal in this late soccer match here. The Netherlands on the board, one nothing now, 53rd minute here, just starting the second half.
3: All right, very good. We've got some baseball games that have gone final as well, including in Philadelphia, where the Phillies pull off the sweep of the New York Yankees, and they do it in fine fashion on the getaway game here for New York, shutting out the pinstripers seven to nothing. Wes and I'm uh, going to go ahead and knock on wood here. Thank my lucky stars, I was able to cash Philadelphia and the under. This thing was seven to nothing in about the sixth or seventh inning, and I'm uh, surprised that. They They were able to hold New York scoreless and keep that game under the total of eight or eight and a half, depending on when you got that one. Toronto absolutely slams Boston 18 to four. Eight home runs today
6: for the Blue Jays, by the way.
3: Wow. Eight long balls for the Blue Jays. Not a great pitching effort for the Bo Sox today at home. It's also a done deal in Detroit. Chicago hangs on to beat the Tigers 4-1 to one there. Carlos Rodon flirted with a no-hitter, had it through six innings, was broken up in the seventh. Detroit only able to put one run on the board, however, in a 4-1 to one defeat. San Diego taking care of business over the New York Mets. Not a done deal just yet. The Mets are hitting in the bottom of the eighth inning. 7-2 two. The Padres leading New York behind a Fernando Tatis Grand Slam that was immediately followed by a Manny Machado home run as well. The Atlanta Braves, they were shutting out the Miami Marlins. Atlanta trying to avoid five straight losses, but Miami making a game of this. Now back into it trailing six to four are the Marlins, and they are hitting in their home half of the seventh inning. Cincinnati taking it to Colorado. Colorado continues. Boy, this is really something, Wes. Colorado Colorado on the road. They've won just four games all year, and it just seems impossible for this team to get that monkey off their back. 6-2 to right now. Your Cincinnati Reds leading Colorado, and they've almost wrapped this one up as they're in the bottom of the eighth inning. Yeah, and uh, one,
6: I do want to go back before we get back to the baseball. Kyrie Irving did just walk back to the locker room under his own power with some trainers with him, but was holding his lower back a little bit here, too. So now the big three down to the big one, and that is going to have to be Kevin Durant. I don't know if your books uh, may ha- out there have live player prop markets, but certainly betting the live over on Kevin Durant points would not be necessarily the worst idea in the world, logically, because now 44 to 42, just under five minutes ago, Drew Holiday just picked up his second foul for Milwaukee, so Bucks do lead by two. And ever since they moved Giannis to center, that was really the the spark of this run. But Nets going to try to hang in now down uh, two men here with James Harden out and now Kyrie Irving. We haven't heard an update on his status. He did go back to the locker room, though.
3: Yeah, understandable where you could jam that back up a little bit because he landed awkwardly on his foot, so I could see that kind of getting all the way back to the lower back. I hope he's okay. Like you said, he did walk off to the locker room under his own power. Kyrie Irving, we'll see if maybe he gets some treatment here, and you know, what you're talking about, that description, him walking off to the locker room, you would kind of expect he's going to be back for the second half, but who knows? We will see. Still four minutes left in the second quarter. 44-42 to the Milwaukee Bucks up on the nets and make that 44-43 as Brooklyn hits a free throw there. Rounding out the scoreboard on the Diamonds West, the Seattle Mariners leading Cleveland 6-1 to one, and they're in the bottom of the ninth inning there and the total's in play for myself certainly. I bet under 7.5 so a little bit of a sweat here in the bottom of the ninth inning as Seattle is taking care of business with Shane Bieber and the Indians today out in front 6-1 to one. and finally Houston no problem with Minnesota Soda right now. 9-2 to two in the bottom of the seventh inning over the Twins are the Astros and Pittsburgh has broken the 1-1 tie with Milwaukee. Bottom of the sixth inning there and it's 2-1 to one in favor of the Pirates. Wes, I can't get my leaderboard for the Palmetto Championship to update but it looks like things are getting a little dicey. Dustin Johnson is now back in the fold. It looks like he's just two shots off the lead and you've got Chesson Hadley and Harris English now at 12 under par, both giving a couple shots back.
6: Yeah, I am waiting for the prices to be reloaded at BetMGM. We have just had a change in the leaderboard. Harris English, Bogey's number 11, so now he falls one back of the lead. We do have co-leaders here. Is Chesson Hadley going to try to clean up for par here on number 11? He is one of your co-leaders at 12 under par, but he has been joined by BVP, Bo Van Pelden, Eagle at the 12th. Now 12 under par, tied for the lead with Chesson Hadley, and there you said with Dustin Johnson, I was seeing some remarks on social media, kind of like he's sleepwalking through this event. Well, all of a sudden, he's just won back. Him and Hudson Swafford, 11 under par. David Lipsky, 10 under par through 15. Johnny Vegas, 10 under through 13. And then, of course, Bo Van Pelt just made the eagle. So we'll wait for that leaderboard adjust. But he is tied for the lead right now with Chess and Hadley here at the Palmetto Championship. What a what a what a comeback that would be for BVP. Let me get you the updated odds, by the way, on this Palmetto Championship at BetMGM. GM Chesson Hadley plus 175, your current favorite, the co-leader. Harris English drops to two to one. Dustin Johnson won back at nine to two plus 450. Bo Van Pelt seven to one. Garrick Higo also up there, kind of at the bottom of that first page of the leaderboard at 20 to one. Johnny Vegas 28 to one. Hudson Swafford 50 to one, who is on the 17th hole, so he could be the first to post a number here, and you can get him at 50 to one, and now he drifts up to 150 to one, so must have had a bogey here. On the 17 and then Terrell Hatton also at 66 to 1.
3: Yeah, DJ may have been sleepwalking, certainly on Saturday when he shot two over par, but maybe somebody woke him up. He is uh, back in the mix there. And, uh, you know, when you're, we talked about Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson in this event, and, and we asked ourselves, is it silly? Should we just bet these guys they're obviously the best players in the field? And maybe that's going to be the case for Dustin Johnson. But there was the question, you know, how much did they really care about this? And I think it was more of a question for Kepka, because he's got the major championship, of course, coming up mm-hmm. uh, next Next week at Torrey Pines and, and he even admitted that his focus was not there this week but for Johnson I believe it's different Wes because this is his home state I, I think this is important to him to get a victory and now obviously being in the throngs of the final round uh, obviously becomes that much more important for Dustin Johnson. Yeah absolutely I, I think he would
6: definitely like to win in his home state you see a lot of guys that were playing this event of course Dustin Johnson was born in Columbia South Carolina played at Coastal Carolina down there in Conway in that Myrtle Beach area is where he played his collegiate golf. So, just one back all of a sudden. Not, not the lead though. Not at BetMGM. Not being listed as the favorite here. Surprisingly enough, you would think Dustin Johnson just won back chasing a lot of guys up there with the exception of Harris English who have not won in a long time. That being Chesson Hadley and Bovin Peld. So, you would think that he would actually be a favorite here. Chesson Hadley was 151st in the FedEx Cup points starting this week and Bovan Van Pelt even further down the list, coming back from that long injury layoff at 184. So right now, Bo Van Pelt, and Hadley. and Hadley, by the way, the only player over par on this leaderboard. This is a day where there's some birdies out there to be made, and he's not making them. So now he finds himself in a tie with BVP.
3: Just a minute 40 left in the second quarter in Milwaukee and the Milwaukee Bucks do have a three point lead over the Brooklyn Nets 50 to 47 right now and make it now under a minute and a half left in that second quarter and the Milwaukee Bucks remain a favorite in the live market minus two and a half is the number and that total continues to drop West now down to 213 and a half and I think both you and I are a little bit surprised. We talked about this at the top of the show. We saw those two regular season games that were just great basketball games, all kinds of scoring, extremely competitive. That hasn't shown up here in the playoffs, and it's not like they've flipped the switch, and all of a sudden, they're clamping down on defense. It just seems like both teams are just a little bit out of sync.
6: Yeah, certainly so, and now, uh, depending on how long Kyrie Irving is going to be out of this game, you wonder what Brooklyn is going to do to try to make up for that offense. Certainly, KD can get his. Joe Harris, a very good three-point shooter, but you definitely definitely do have these teams out of sync here. We're down in the final minute, just 97 points scored in this first half. It looked like, you know, the ups and the downs and the zig and the zag here, Brady. It got back up when Milwaukee went on that run to about 226, 227, just under the pre-flop number. But now some struggle busts here late in the second half, and obviously the Kyrie Irving injury certainly affects that Brooklyn side. But first half total at BetMGM was 117. This isn't even going to sniff that, so you're about 56 seconds away from cashing those tickets if you went with the first half under.
3: Yeah, and still no change in the score in the last couple, three minutes. Still 50-47 in favor of the Milwaukee Bucks. Still scoreless in game one between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Islanders. They are now about four minutes into the second period, Wes. And New York has really been dominating the game from a shots-on-goal perspective. Uh, They've gotten a lot of turnovers. It looks uh, like the uh, Lightning are a little bit sloppy in their return to the ice after getting past the Carolina Hurricanes in just five games. Your in-game total has dropped all the way to three and a half. Is that something you want any part of when a total drops that low in a hockey game? Again, still about 15 minutes left in the second period.
6: Not really, and and I don't know if I really want to go under, even though this looks very much like an under game from what I'm watching because Tampa Bay is just so dangerous on the power play, so you kind of worry a little bit about those empty netters, so I have not gotten involved from a live total standpoint. Quick update on the soccer here now, 2-0 Netherlands, the double Dutch bus, if you will, for Netherlands. <laughs> they are now. You remember that song, Brady, from the of early eighties. I absolutely. know you danced at that at clubs. Absolutely. Two nothing. Roller skated to it. <laughs> yes, yes, that is a skating <laughs> ring song. Very good call. But now two nothing. Sixty third minute. Netherlands over the Ukraine. The Dutch trying to get all three points here. Austria got it done. All three points with the three one win over North Macedonia earlier today. And then the uh, morning match that we had was a. Uh, uh, the three lions, the England team, with a th- one nothing win over Croatia. Raheem Sterling with the goal in the 57th minute. So Euro 2020 well underway.
3: Wes, you also mentioned to me uh, during the break that you had one final in the Super Regionals in college baseball as we make our way down to Omaha for the College Baseball World Series. That'll play, uh, take place next week with the final eight teams, but now in the Super Regionals, you did have one final from earlier?
6: Yeah, we do. UVA gets it done as plus 140 dogs, Virginia over Dallas Baptist, 4 to nothing. So winner take all tomorrow, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern time with uh, Dallas Baptist Virginia to see who's going to advance out of that pod. Just one game ongoing right now in terms of in progress. A lot of the games, which we'll get to, are later in the afternoon, later in the evening. Tennessee Vols 5-2 to over LSU, and this is an elimination game for the LSU standpoint. Tennessee did get it done yesterday. So Tennessee, if they get that win, will be on to Omaha next weekend.
3: Yeah, and of course that regional is in Knoxville, so a little bit of a home game there for the volunteers who are the three seed in this Super Regional. The SEC, not only loaded in football and basketball, but baseball too. We'll update all those Super Regional games when we come back right here on the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Zone presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon with you live at the Mandalay Bay Race and Sportsbook. My partner, Wes Reynolds, down the street in beautiful downtown Las Vegas inside the Vison studio at the Circa Resort and Casino, keeping you up to date on all the in-game action here for your Sunday. And boy, head on a swivel, Wes. We've got all kinds of stuff going on. We, of course, have the game one between the New York Islanders and the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Stanley Cup playoff conference final underway there in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay right now 0-0, still scoreless into the second period there in Tampa Bay. Your live in-game total all the way down to 3.5. As far as the basketball game, we've got another one coming up this evening, an elimination game possibly for the Denver Nuggets as they trail the Phoenix Suns three games to none. But first things first, we are at halftime in Milwaukee between the Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets, 53-48. to The Milwaukee Bucks with a five-point advantage at the break. The in-game price here is Milwaukee favored by four and a half. Now, of course, they went off as a two or two and a half point underdog prior to tip in this game. But right now with a five point advantage and a four and a half point favorite in the live wagering, your in-game total all the way down to two twelve and a half after closing at two twenty eight here at BetMGM. I know this thing just went to break West, but do you already have a halftime lineup for game four in Milwaukee? They are starting to kind of go there, and if you go by your
6: in-game price, Brady, I believe that would make Brooklyn about a half-point favorite for the second half at BetMGM, but pretty much what I'm seeing, Phil, on my screen here is a pick'em in this spot, and the total about 109.5, so right now 101 points, so that would make it 210.5 in terms of an in-game total when you include the second half, so basically what I'm seeing is pick across the board. We will see if during this halftime period we get an update on Kyrie Irving. I have not seen Anything just yet, but it's pretty much pick them across the board. I think only Circus Sports, where I'm sitting, uh, the sports book right behind me, minus a half of the second half on the Milwaukee Bucks. So basically pick them across the board. 109.5, 110 is what you're looking at for your second half total.
3: Yeah, if you're going to bet on Kyrie Irving not returning for the second half or at least being maybe a little bit hobbled, and, and we don't certainly root for that type of thing, but if you're going to place your wager based upon that notion, then I would think Milwaukee at a pick 'em might be a pretty decent bet for the second half.
6: Yeah, absolutely. So we will wait to see if we get some news here on the television coverage or if I see this on social media. So Kyrie Irving, if you're just joining us, did not return. He did go down here. What, about the four-minute mark, if I recall, Brady? Yeah, four, it, about four yeah, minutes left in the second quarter. Yeah, and, and went down. Looked like he landed on Giannis Antetokounmpo's foot, who was just there for the rebound after Kyrie had scored a little teardrop layup. But when you saw him looking back, everybody's pointing the ankle, but He was kind of holding. He was walking gingerly, I will admit. But he was walking back to the locker room as they showed him in the tunnel there and was holding his lower back a little bit. So uh, we shall see if if this is going to be diagnosed with an ankle sprain. Uh, Maybe some premature speculation right now on social media. I want to wait to get that confirmed before I put that out there. But did land awkwardly on his ankle and then, of course, uh, was holding his lower back a little bit, so might have just tweaked that. So right now, $53. 48 the bucks your halftime leaders pick them basically starting to see some minus a halves though show in the market as people unsure of the Kyrie Irving status for the second half
3: Over to the Palmetto Championship at Congaree, the final tune-up before the third major of the golf season coming up next week from Torrey Pines in La Jolla, California. They make the stop in South Carolina first, and Bo Van Pelt, a blast from the past. This guy has not won in ages on the PGA Tour, but right now in the lead, tied with Chesson Hadley at 12 under par. Van Pelt is through 12 holes. He's obviously got six left to play. Hadley through 11. He's got seven left to play. He just birdied Jonathan... the 12th
6: by the way Chesson Hadley so now he is your wow. leader and now BVP bogey so he has a two shot lead over four wow. players that being BVP Dustin Johnson Johnny Vegas still out there at 11 under par so all of a sudden Chess and Hadley didn't mean to interrupt there Brady but all of a sudden Chess and Hadley now 13 under par minus 110 at BetMGM to go ahead and get this done nearest pursuers behind him in terms of the odds board Harris English 7-2 to Dustin Johnson 4-1 to
3: Now, Dustin Johnson is two two shots back at 11 under, correct? Yes. Yeah, so Johnson and English, two shots back at 11 under par. Chesson Hadley, a two-shot advantage as he is six holes left to play. Dustin Johnson, just four holes left to play. Should be an interesting finish here. A great golf course that we've got to see. All kinds of sand kind of reminiscent of Kiowa Island where we saw the sandy areas and that beach type design and similar here at Congaree the Tom Fazio design. We'll take a look at the baseball scoreboard when we come back and get an update from Wes on the Super Regionals as the College Baseball World Series approaches. feature here at VEASAN.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in major sports with current odds and what percentage of the bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. A very cool feature here that I've been checking out for the last couple of weeks and of course we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at VEASAN.com. Start your next Sunday afternoon right here with us inside the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. I want to take a look at the baseball scoreboard. A couple more games have gone final. Wes, I mentioned getting pretty lucky with that Phillies-Yankees game staying under the total. 7 nothing. the final there for the Philadelphia Phillies to take care of the Yanks. Well, not so lucky in Cleveland as the Indians tacked one on a meaningless run there in the bottom of the ninth inning to push that game over the total of 7.5. They do lose to the Seattle Mariners 6-2 your final 6-2 also your final in Cincinnati the Reds take care of the Rockies the Atlanta Braves still leading Miami 6-4 in the bottom of the 8th inning there Houston all over Minnesota 11-2 in the bottom of the 7th inning and Milwaukee out in front of Pittsburgh 4-2 in the top of the 7th inning and we'll get an update from you on the Super Regionals College Baseball World Series Tournament West but I also want to update the hockey game the Islanders are on the board they light the lamp and now lead the Tampa Bay or excuse me the New York Islanders light the lamp and lead the lightning one to nothing 7 minutes into the circ 7 minutes left in the second period down in south florida
6: Islanders also with the couple shot shot advantage. So look, they're going right down the ice with the Tampa Bay Lightning and and uh, remember when we said it was two nothing here with the Netherlands over the Ukraine, Ukraine with two goals here in the last couple minutes. Now all knotted at 2, 79th minute on a set piece, Ukraine puts it in the back of the net. So all of a sudden the uh, the double Dutch bus is on both sides, not just on the <laughs> Netherlands, the double Ukraine buses. They get two quick goals here in the
3: second half. And that one flies over the total with a 2-2 game now. Boy, some wild scoring in that one for sure. All right, fire away, my friend, with the uh, Super Regionals updates. You mentioned earlier that uh, Virginia got past Dallas Baptist. So they, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, they will have to play a rubber match to settle that series. Yes? They will, and that will go tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1
6: p.m. Eastern time. Winner of that is going to get the winner of the Tennessee LSU series in Omaha. Breaking news, though. Oh, by the way, Kyrie Irving now confirmed out for the rest of Game 4 wow. with a right ankle sprain, so seeing if that's about to be reflected in the market, basically seeing pick'em and some uh, minus-a-halves or pick'em with juice like at BetMGM pick'em minus 115, so now that that news is getting out there I'd expect maybe you'll be seeing the Bucks laying one here at least in the second half. Not a lot of time before we resume play here at the Fissur Forum in Milwaukee, but Kyrie Irving confirmed out for the rest of Game game four.
3: Well, wow, that is very unfortunate. Obviously, James Harden already out with injury, and now Kyrie. Uh, you know, the, the, it feels like what we saw with the Lakers and the Phoenix Suns in their series, West. we didn't really get to see either team at full strength. Now, the Phoenix Suns got healthy a little bit earlier. Chris Paul kind of returned to form, but Anthony Davis, you know, he ended up missing uh, a lot of time in that series. LeBron was a little bit hobbled. You just want to see these best teams in the playoffs competitive at full strength, and it looks like that may not be the case for the Brooklyn Nets. Currently at the half, Milwaukee was leading by five points, and in the in-game market, they were four and a half point favorites. Now, give me an update on the rest of the Super Regionals. There, you mentioned one other game going on—a battle of uh, SEC foes there in Knoxville, Tennessee. The third-seeded Volunteers leading LSU, and then I believe we also have a game between Ole Miss and Arizona coming up a little later. Yeah,
6: on. we do have a few games and. Right- Right now, Tennessee 10-2, to 2, so if they win today, they'll eliminate the Tigers. They'll be in the bottom half of that bracket against the winner of Virginia and Dallas Baptist, which I mentioned going to go tomorrow afternoon in terms of a winner-take-all. And then kind of going from the top left of the bracket here, we have already had Stanford advance. They did knock out Texas Tech, so they're going to get the winner of Arkansas and NC State. And Arkansas... Number one seed going forward. They're the number one team in the country. Did get beat, even though they whacked NC State on Friday night, 21-2. to two, So... Hogs basically loaded in in every area, so you would expect that they're going to move on, and they're basically priced accordingly. I believe 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific is when we're going to get started with that super regional. Arkansas here at BetMGM, a $3 favorite take back on the Wolfpack uh, plus 240, but the Wolfpack had come in hot here, too. They had won 21 of their last 25, including in the regionals, before they came to Baumwalker Stadium in Fayetteville, so this NC State team does have a lot of power at the plate, so that's not something I'm going to lay, even though Arkansas has really been, I think, as of Thursday afternoon at BetMGM, they had had some College World Series futures. Arkansas was 2-1, to number one overall seed in the tournament to get it done, so hard to get in front of them, but, you know, boy, this is a big price to lay to NC State now, and and I think Arkansas was like $3 for the series. That's basically what they are in Game 3, so... I don't know if I'd be laying it with the Razorbacks because NC State, I think, all of a sudden has some belief here.
3: Yeah, that was a huge win on Saturday for this Wolfpack Club. And like you say, Arkansas is really a behemoth, I think, in this uh, college baseball tournament here. Boy, have they looked outstanding. I, of course, was following the Florida Gators all season long, and Arkansas just took care of business with them in a big way. It was the final series of the regular season, and Arkansas swept the Gators in Fayetteville. This team is a real powerhouse. Tennessee also really, really good. Of course, you have the Texas Longhorn currently the number two seed. Anybody on your eye when we get to Omaha, West, and obviously we don't know the final eight teams, but anybody you're looking at for maybe a futures play to be the College World Series champion? I
6: do like Vanderbilt. They've got a very deep pitching staff. They are also already through, and they're the bottom half left half of the bracket. They'll be the four overall seeds. So they are waiting to see who is going to win between the late-night matchup between Arizona and Ole Miss. Ole Miss all over Arizona, so we got a winner Home for the audience that listened yesterday. So it'll be Ole Miss in Arizona, twelve against five going forward tonight to see who is going to go ahead and face the Vanderbilt Commodores. May go back to Ole Miss again here. Seeing plus one twenty here at Bet MGM and that likely the direction I'm going this game though, by the way, in Tucson. So Arizona is the host here in this super regional.
3: Yeah, both of those first two games have been very lopsided. I think it was 9-2 to in favor of Arizona in the first game, and then Old Miss returned the favor about 10-1 to or something like that. Both real lopsided affairs the first two matchups. We'll see if this one is a tighter one as they decide who will advance out of that matchup. I mentioned the New York Islanders get a score on the board there in Game 1 down in Tampa. Still one to nothing. about four minutes left in the second period, and your in-game total still at 3.5. We'll come back and update the basketball i believe our producer ben told me that we may have another injury in that game between the brooklyn nets and the milwaukee bucks we'll be right back and update that right here on the green zone
7: Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo.
2: What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater.
3: With a risk-free first wager up to $600 at BetMGM, just sign up using the code VSEN600 and get in the game with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use the promo code VSEN600 to make your first risk-free bet up to $600. It's a new customer offer, paid in free bets. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia or Washington, D.C. and West Virginia only. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text the red line 800-889-9789. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the Green Zone presented by BetMGM, the New York Islanders are on the power play once again. Looks like about a minute left here in the power play with the extra man advantage over the hosting, defending champion, Tampa Bay Lightning, who are currently trailing the Islanders. One to nothing, just about a minute and a half now left in the second period. The Islanders hanging on to that one to nothing lead in your in-game total, still at three and a half goals. The Milwaukee Bucks are extending their lead over the Brooklyn Nets, now 56 to 48 as we are into the third quarter just a couple of minutes in and of course the big news in the second half is that Kyrie Irving will not return for the game with a uh, injured ankle there came down I believe on Giannis he went in for a little teardrop shot made the basket this was at about the four and a half five minute mark uh, left in the second quarter and uh, looked like he jarred his back a little along with his ankle he will not return for the game of course James Harden already not in the lineup to start the game for the Brooklyn Nets and they are trying Trailing here by six points, 56-50, to now under 10 minutes left in the third quarter. And Wes, for an update across the pond, we've got some soccer and, of course, a men's tennis final from earlier today.
6: Yeah, and we'll start here with UEFA Euro 2020, easy for me to say, here in Amsterdam. (laughs) We are now in the 90th minute, so five minutes of extra time here, so still plenty of time for what we've seen, a lot of goals here, 3-2. to The Dutch, by the way, did take the lead here and reclaim it in the 85th minute. Dutch were about minus $2, uh, give or take a few cents, depending on your shop. So they were the favorite here going in. This is a team that's very explosive offensively, and it can obviously score a lot of goals, as we have seen this afternoon, but can be a little leaky on defense. They were $2 favorites at close here at BetMGM, so now possessing the ball here at midfield and just trying to run some time off. Currently in the 91st minute, so about four more minutes here of extra time between Netherlands in the Ukraine Dutch up 3-2 trying to get the full three points here in the opening match of Group C here in UEFA Euro 2020. But you did mention the other major event across the pond, Brady, and that was the French Open this morning. Stefano Tsitsipas had a 2-0 lead, two sets to love, lead over Novak Djokovic, but... Was not able to get it done. And, look, I was watching that match. I was glued to the TV while I was prepping for the show all morning. A very early start here, 6 Pacific this morning. But well worth waking up for As It looked like the Greek was going to get the major today. And he took a little bit of the money. I believe he closed plus 190 for this match at BetMGM. Novak Djokovic was down to minus plus two minus 230. But Djokovic down two sets of love, wins three straight, and wins it in five sets. A thrilling over-four-hour match. At center court at Roland Garros. So now, Novak Djokovic, by the way, 19 grand slams all time. He becomes the first player in the open era to now win the Grand Slam twice. He, so so his second time winning all four majors twice, and he is currently one behind his compatriots. Raf, Ra, Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer have 20 total Grand Slams. Djokovic has 19 Grand Slams, so there is a possibility if Novak can win at Wimbledon, we could have 20-20-20 like the old show 2020 with Hugh Downs and Barbara Walters on ABC, and that's exactly what we can have as you <laughs> And, and it was pointed out on the broadcast I was watching today on NBC, Brady. Mary Carrillo, one of the color commentators, was like, look, I don't want to be a prisoner in the moment, and I always hate saying this, and look, the match wasn't even closed out yet. Novak Djokovic still had to serve out for the match, but he's like, you know what? This guy's the best of all time. If you look at the fact he has winning records against Roger Federer, he has winning records against Rafael Nadal, his two chief rivals, which is just astonishing when you think about it in the tennis world, Brady, that you have these three guys who have all played in the same era, who are, even though Djokovic still at 19, who are at 20 overall Grand Slams for this long of a period, how spoiled we have been if you have followed the men's tennis game. So Djokovic going to try to go to Wimbledon here in a few weeks and go ahead and match his playing competitors and his rivals. But Novak does get the win at Roland Garros. Three sets to two over Boss. Felt so bad for Boss because he had it right there and just couldn't close the deal. And look, when you're against the best of all time, you got to be as best as you can be to go ahead and knock him out. But credit to Novak for his grit for coming back. So able to hedge out and just basically make some pennies on that because I did have Stefano Tsitsipas on a future here for the French Open. I know some re- other regular guests on v like Drew Dinsick also was on there that so able to at least hedge off a little bit by the way down there in Tampa Bay one to nothing now through two periods 20 minutes left to go we are at the second period intermission islanders still lead 1-0 And and, uh, and we'll keep going here. We'll get Brady back down at Mandalay Bay momentarily. We're currently watching to see and, and actually trying to hear when the whistle is going to blow over in Amsterdam between Netherlands and the Ukraine. 3-2. to two, About 30 seconds left in extra time. So the Dutch just trying to possess the ball and run the clock. Ukraine now has the ball. They are trying one more attack here, but intercepted by the Netherlands. So it looks like the Netherlands going to get three points. They were at a 2 nothing lead. And then in the Ukraine, Go has goes ahead and gets two goals right away. And really ties this up with about 80 minutes left, to, or end at the 80th minute mark. So the Dutch look like they're going to get the three points here in Group C. We saw earlier today in the soccer action, the three lions, England, with the one nothing win. Raheem Sterling with the goal in the 57th minute. That was all England needed to dispatch of Croatia, one to nothing. And we are officially final here. Netherlands three to two over the Ukraine, and also Austria three to one over North Macedonia. So that is your results from your. Euro 2020, even though it's 2021, this was supposed to be played last year. So we'll go back to the NBA for a really quick update. Milwaukee Bucks extending their lead. We know Kyrie Irving now out for the rest of Game Four with that ankle sprain. So 62 to 50, Milwaukee has expanded their lead. 821 left to go here in the third quarter. Bucks up to about an eight and a half point favorite here at BetMGM in terms of the in-running game total now 204 and a half, and has gone way down from what we thought the opener was going to be. Milwaukee certainly has been better offensively, but with the Nets down Kyrie and also down James Harden, who knows what this is going to be in, in those terms uh, at, for the offense. So the Nets uh, struggling to put some points on the board and Milwaukee all of a sudden has some confidence and let's flip real quick to the Palmetto Championship, by the way. We got a golf tournament going down here at South Carolina. Chesson Hadley, who is your overnight leader, is still your leader. 1,300 par through 13 holes. Bo Van Pelt makes a birdie on the 15th. BVP out of Richmond, Indiana. No top tens over the last six years for Bo Van Pelt. Has had a lot of injury issues, so he's missed a lot of time, but he's just won back through 15 holes. Garrick Higo, all alone in third, 11 under par through 14. Hudson Swafford does get in at a 66, so he is the low leader in the clubhouse here at the Palmetto Championship down in South Carolina. Harris English, uh, Hadley's playing partner in the final pairing, 10 under through 13 holes, so that is basically what you're seeing in this golf tournament. Chesson Hadley has pretty much been the leader or co-leader throughout the third round. Hadley right now to get it done, minus 250 Bo Van Pelt plus 350, Garrick Higo plus 550, and Harris English at 50 to one at plus 5,000. So. Dustin Johnson had made a little bit of a rally, but he got sideways here, and Dustin Johnson now has drifted down the leaderboard. He was just at 11 under par and now 8 under par, tied for 11, so maybe not even getting a top 10 here. But Chesson Hadley going to try to make par here on 14 as he does have a one-shot lead over Bo Van Pelt. So we will see what Hadley is able to do here. It's really been on his club here today having the lead throughout. So Hadley, one of these guys that were outside that one, 25 in the FedEx Cup trying to take advantage of what is going on here in terms of the, this being a downfield week before the U.S. Open. A lot of the top players in the official world golf rankings are not in the field this week. So Chesson Hadley plucks that right in left edge. 13 under par through 14 holes is Chesson and Hadley. And uh, let's go ahead and get you updated. Real quick here on some baseball scores. Bottom of the ninth, Atlanta 6 to 4 over the Miami Marlins. Miami Marlins last chance here. Milwaukee 5 to 2 over the Pittsburgh Pirates who got a nice win yesterday up there in Miller Park. Houston Astros all over the Minnesota Twins 13 to 2 in the top of the 8th. Oakland A's 2-1 over the Kansas City Royals. That is bottom of the second. That was one of the late matchups today. Dodgers got bombed absolutely yesterday by the Texas Rangers 12-1 who broke a long road losing streak but now have the one nothing lead here. Bottom of the second man on first there and the Arizona Diamondbacks their woes continue and my woes for betting on them this afternoon. Already 6-0 here in the top of the second. Four runs in the second uh, top of the second inning for the Los Angeles Angels. So Arizona and Diamondbacks continue to lose. Couple final scores also: the San Diego Padres seven to three. Fernando Tatis Jr. in the top of the seventh with that grand slam, and that was the big difference as they go ahead and beat their old mate Joey Lucchesi seven to three. Padres get the win in City Field. And White Sox, 4-1, final score. Also, Seattle takes the last two in Cleveland, 6-2. That's the final score. Eight home runs for the Toronto Blue Jays this afternoon, 18-4 over the Boston Red Sox. 5-0 for the Washington Nationals. They shut out Johnny Guido and the San Francisco Giants. Also, another shutout, 7-0 in Philadelphia Phillies, all over the New York Yankees who are now just one game over five we We'll see if Brian Cashman in the front office there in the Bronx are going to make a move. They have to do something because as the Yankees are losing contact with Boston and also the Tampa Bay Rays other side here on the green zone we're coming back with more keep you updated on the NBA playoffs the NHL playoffs baseball also the Palmetto Championship the Super Regionals and we'll have Danny Burke as our guest Beeson host on the other side keep it right here on Beeson you are listening to the Green Zone